Yeah, hello Breadcrumbs Training Family. How are we doing today? Uh, this is Noya here, just giving a shout out. Say hello, how are you? And as usual, I was reading another very nice article on emotional intelligence. In fact, emotional intelligence leadership. So it was really good. It's written by a community, um, the Small Giants community. I found it very interesting. And it, it starts by asking this question. Are you an emotionally intelligent leader? Ooh. Yes, we can't ask myself that question too. And it then goes on to, you know, explain what emotional intelligence is. So it says emotional intelligence or EI as referred to is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions. So to be emotionally intelligent, you need to be able to manage your own emotions. And it goes on to say, uh, not just your own emotions and the emotions of those around you. So the people around you. So you should have the ability as an emotional intelligent leader to be able to uh, understand and manage your own emotions as well as the emotions of others, of the people around you. And it goes on to say that, you know, as an emotional intelligent leader, they, they know what they're feeling, what their emotions mean and how these emotions can have an effect on other people. I'll say that again, uh, you know, as emotional intelligent leaders, they know what they are feeling, uh, what their emotions mean and how these emotions can have an effect on other people so i found that very very interesting and it goes on to say that you know uh, uh, to to be emotionally intelligent is really important because it adds to um you know being successful as a leader so you know if you're aware of your emotions as well as the emotions of others you can benchmark yourself uh, as a as a successful leader especially with uh, being an emotionally intelligent leader. So that's really good. And it goes on to, uh, you know, uh, give it, um, five key elements by uh, a gentleman uh, by the name of Daniel Coleman, an American psychologist. And he had five key elements to emotional intelligence. And I, I read... And it goes on to say, you know, um, the first one is self-awareness. You know, you need to be aware of your emotions. You need to be aware of your environment. You need to be aware of where you're coming from, where you are right now, and where you're going. And self-regulation, for what I can understand, is more about, uh, you know, being disciplined, have some kind of routine, know what to do, when to do it, you know, know how to manage your time. That's how I understood it. And of course, there's motivation empathy so being you know being able to demonstrate empathy not just to yourself but also to those around you and also to have social skills so you know social skills could be how you communicate how you your your ways of managing approaching people you know just being aware of um adjusting and uh, re recognition of culture you know there's so many things that i feel come across as one having social you know good social skills you know as an emotional intelligent leader so it's just about um really being able to um identify what what you know what you're doing what you know what what makes me have good social skills or what makes me not to have good social skills how do i greet people how do i make them feel when during a conversation how do i even take um feedback 
you know how do I take things that I might not be pleased to hear and how do I you know am I polite enough uh, you know what are my manners like so all that came came to mind as I read about the social skills uh, element the fifth element of um emotional intelligence and so what I did was I put together a, a little test that I would like to um you know read with you yes so I will just ask you those questions and of course you can ask yourself those questions in your quiet time and it, uh, I I read I read it's gonna it's, it's very interesting and the first one is are you able to recognize your leadership emotions when they take place so as a leader are you able to recognize um, your emotions when they take place you know so it could be you know emotions are different kind of emotions you could be happy you could not be too happy <laughs> you might not want to feel like talking to anybody you might want to feel like talking a bit too much so you know but are you able to recognize these emotions when they crop up you know recently i have to be honest i have to be really honest <laughs> recently i have been a bit grumpy you know when my friends call me i just don't want to engage in a conversation and i think the real good thing about it is that i could recognize that and they couldn't really understand why i was feeling that way and i couldn't understand why i was feeling that way but I just for it was just you know there would be so many activities really probably haven't had me time and of course it, it began to play out so yeah and i just wanted you know to be quiet and do my own thing you know going to town over the weekend and just you know do my own um window shopping if i mean use the word so again you know recognizing one's emotions and when they're happening is so so important the second question is are you aware of your strengths and weaknesses mm. i say that again are you aware of your strengths and weaknesses you know it's so easy to be aware of our strengths <laughs> you know we 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 play on it we recognize it we thrive on it yeah i know my strengths i'm good in this i'm good at that I'm good. but what about the parts that we're not good at and how often do we visit them to know that you know what i really think i need to really get my act together on this you know and sometimes we don't pay much attention to all that so it's so important for us to recognize our strengths so what we're good at but also recognize what we're not too good at and look at how to build them yeah i, I remember recently i i was trying to put together a long essay and i really didn't know how to start didn't really know should i map it how should i map it how should i write it this and that and i began to ask questions you know, I spoke to some people that I knew were really good at it and began to ask them, um, you know, what do you think? How, how do you think I should go about it? How should I map it? How should I start it? You know, where can I get resources from? And they were very helpful. And it was kind of a, a moment for me, I have to say, where, you know, I really was honest with myself. I felt, you know what, in this part of things, my strength ain't there. <laughs> my strength out there i need to be honest with myself i need help and how am i gonna find help i need to start picking up the phone I need to start asking questions to people that i know are more experienced than i am and so that's what i did you know i began to just ask those questions and there's many times to be fair that i've really 
you know, struggled with one thing or the other. It could be a very simple thing, excuse me. <laughs> it could be a very simple thing. It could be a not too simple thing. But I just, you know, I just ask. You know what I mean? I just go out looking for And I just think that it's, yeah, it might not be uh, something of that kind. It could be something else, you know. It could be simple things like tidying up. <laughs> You know, folding the clothes, putting them away, uh, you know, making an effort to to do one or two things that you think, oh, no, I, yeah, I struggle here or I struggle there. It could be things like even managing money, you know, um, putting together your budget, wise spending. You might it might not be your strength. It might not be my strength. It could be even making friends. It might not be your strength. It might not be my strength. It might be uh, things like, you know what, just taking advantage of, um, you know, building the ones or should I say ones outside influence, you know, building a network outside the network. And it might not be one strength in the sense that you might not be someone who likes meeting people. I might not be that person either. And so we just need to kind of work on it and, you know, take a, take a moment and just step away from the noise and start to yes build on our strengths i'm good at this i'm good at that i'm good at doing this and what are the things that i am not good at and i always believe that you can always put them in i won't say boxes but you can put them in different sections so say for instance career so what are your strengths what are your weaknesses or even as a, a family person, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, do you get to, do you manage your time with family or do you overmanage it? <laughs> Something like that. And then you can look, if you're a business person, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? If you're somebody in the community, uh, the world of community uh, development, you know, maybe NGOs or being a volunteer or having your own community yourself, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? So, you know, the, the more you do that, okay, let's go personal. You know, if it's a, your marriage, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? So that you could be a better husband, be a better wife. You know, if you're a family person, a big sister, a big brother, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses in that realm of uh, family? You know, so it's just a matter of really being honest with oneself and really building on it and looking at not just making a list of your weaknesses or I'm making a list of my weaknesses but also asking ourselves how can we turn them into strengths you know what I'm saying how can I turn these into strengths how can you turn them into strengths so it's just it's all that and it's a continuous beautiful and very positive cycle that depending on how you see it so depending on how you and I see it. So I'll just quickly go on to the third one. It says, are you able to focus and manage long-term projects? Oh God. So, you know, <laughs> when you have a project in front of you or something to do, um, how focused are you? How focused am I? And uh, how how well do you manage this project? Uh, do you leave it in the middle? <laughs> you know, you know, you start all motivated and it gets to the middle and you're like, uh, gotta go, Can't visit it later. Or do you see it through? You know, do you manage to build a very good, strong support network to help you see it through? Because sometimes you might not be able to do it on your own. So really and truly, sometimes it's quite nice to maybe look at those long-term projects. I've got a few. <laughs> I've got a few. So look at the long-term projects that you have been managing 
And what was your attention levels during this time? What were your distractions? Did you see it through? What is it that you had to put aside to see it through? What were the, you know, what were the highs and the lows of it all? So it's quite a good time to just step away and make a good list of the long-term projects that you've managed in the past. And, you know, what made them successful and what made them not too successful. And then kind of look at how you can do things differently um, next time. So that's a good way of looking at it. Another one is asking you and I is, you know, when you set long term goals, um, does it help you to review them? Do you review your long term goals? Do you take time to um you know tick tick the boxes so to so to speak or, or do you even set the long-term goals or do you just go you know go with the flow so as an ei leader it would be nice to just ask yourself uh do i set long-term goals and do i review these long-term goals uh, on an ongoing basis you know so even if it's things like you know the qualities that make you to be where you are right now do you find time to review them uh, to see if you really need some help or if you're doing really great and if you're not setting long-term goals why you know why are you not setting the long-term goals and if when you do set the long-term goals why are you not reviewing them so these are questions we really have to ask ourselves these are questions that we really have to ask ourselves honestly that, you know, yes, I set long term goals. I did not review them. Or yes, I did set long term goals um, and I did review them. Oh, no, I did not set any long term goals and I did not review them. And, you know, maybe get into the habit of setting these long term goals, writing them on paper and uh, reviewing them from time to time and uh, on an ongoing basis and looking at why some of them have really gone very well and some of them need a little bit of a push so that's a really good one another um, question i'd like to ask as an ei person this is uh, number five the fifth question is are you a good listener you know are you a really good listener and do you receive feedback well i say it again are you a good listener and do you receive feedback well um, yeah, sometimes when I'm, uh, I have to be honest, sometimes when I'm trying to listen, I'm not listening, but I try to make an effort and I try to demonstrate that I'm making an effort by nodding my head, being very aware of my body language and maybe trying to, you know, uh, mention the things that ha they have been said during that conversation so again it's just checking one's um, skills and making sure that we are good listeners and um, do you receive feedback well sometimes I do I have to be honest and sometimes I do not uh, <laughs> receive feedback well so it's quite good to be honest with yourself and then kind of ask why are you not what made you to receive feedback well in one situation and did not receive the feedback very well in another situation what was said what was done uh how 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 were you feeling at the time and you know it's good to ask ourselves these questions and if you're a good listener you know keep it up and you feel you know what i need to really improve there because again it being a good listener is a very good way of um being aware of how people feel 
because you know they'll be talking a lot and you'll be doing the listening and as you do the listening you'll be able to be more aware of their emotions of how they feel and be able to help vice versa and you could even um you know get that back from your friends also because i always believe that if you're a good listener people will listen to you too <laughs> and uh, when it comes to feedback you know why you're not receiving it well what actually happened because sometimes from experience uh we hmm, how do i say it you know we might not we might be in a in a different place when the feedback is coming if i may use those words <laughs> you know your mind's all over the place you've got deadlines you you know you want to get this done that done and all of a sudden you know you you're in a place where you have to receive some feedback so it's now up to you to even if you don't like the feedback you can just um you know be diplomatic about it uh reflect on it oh, i know and also be honest and say you know i do appreciate what you're trying to say but where i am right now uh yeah i i probably won't be able to look at it that way for now for a number of reasons so again it's just being honest about your feelings moving forward and maybe sharing it depending on who is uh involved in the feedback <laughs> I have to say that from what I do, I have studied quite a few models on feedback, giving feedback and receiving feedback. And it's something that I will share at some point with the breadcrumbs training family. Uh, yeah, and there are things that I discuss in my classes. I won't mention them now because if I do mention them, I have to now explain them. Uh, but one is, uh, the, the popular one is the sandwich uh, feedback, which most of my class say they, and they don't find it funny at all. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's popular, but it's not that popular. And they, again, but it's, you know, it's something that people use and use very well. People use and use very well. So again, I, I will try and find time to put together a real good list of um, feedback models and then kind of explain them. Maybe with uh, a, a guest in the house. Yeah, that would be good. Okay, the other one is, you know, do you use your active listening skills? And just like I mentioned, uh, you know, showing your body language. You know, you're nodding your head, good eye contact. You're not looking away when they're saying things. You're not saying something totally different from what they're trying to tell you it does happen <laughs> so you really need to be on top of it and again that's the more reason why you should be a self-aware you should be aware of your environment you should be aware of where you're at where you're in at the time where you have to put your uh, active listening skills on display if i may use the word another one is how do you manage conflicts do you manage conflicts very well um or you you get into a conflict <laughs> so if there's a conflict be you part of it or out of it you know managing it do you manage them very well do you tend to hear from both sides of the of uh, from both parties if i may use that word and they kind of make a decision that comes across as fair you know how do you manage conflicts what i try to do is i always think you know if this was taken to somebody else to look at will they find it that fair will, will it come across as fair so i'm very aware of seeing things from an outside pair of uh, with an outside pair of eyes when managing conflict uh, another one is how do you build rapport with your team how do you promote a positive culture with your team so again it's something that you need to look at you know trying to maybe uh build uh what they call it trust and accountability you know which is really important 
the trust and accountability is so important uh apart from that there's also you know recognizing the skills abilities and knowledge levels of your team and really enabling them to recognize that and use it to the advantage of themselves as well as the team collectively so again you know building that rapport um commending people but also being firm you know so having a balance and that's how you build that. and recognizing their gifts you know recognizing who is who so because every team member is different there's the one who has so many ideas and then there's one who doesn't have any ideas but it's good in other things so it's, it's up to you as an emotionally intelligent leader to recognize um you know the differences and the beauty and uh, diversity of your team and then building that rapport with all of them learning how they communicate uh you know some of them are quiet some of them are more uh, you know more open uh, open-minded as well very verbal so it's just uh, uh very important that you recognize the differences appreciate them and then build the rapport with your team and another question is uh, i've got two more so uh, do you enjoy working in groups or do you enjoy working on your own I say both really, you know, um, I enjoy working with groups, I enjoy working on my own, <laughs> you know, and that's where I'm at. And the last one is, are you good at reading other people's emotions? So when somebody comes in and they're probably trying to put up a front, would you see it? Would you know? Uh, you know, uh, would you be able to, even when you do see it or you sense it, would you be able to talk them through it, gain their trust to open up? And even if they don't want to open up, gain their trust again to be aware of where they're at and, um, yeah, uh, you know, support them accordingly. Maybe signpost them or give them time out or, you know, just respect the fact that they don't want to talk about it. That's fine. But um, the most important thing is that they should know that you are there to support them, vice versa. You know, so when you are in need of support also, you'll be having your own support network that you can go to and uh, because you'll be supporting your own team. So it's really good to know all these things, you know, so um, just check yourself. Um, go through your emotional levels uh, look at uh, if you enjoy working in groups and if you don't why not and maybe you should try because um, collaborative working is a huge part of leadership and uh, reading other people's emotions is just being a bit more sensitive uh, to how people are coming across at certain times and sometimes you just find out that oh this you know this is not the way she normally behaves this is not the way he normally behaves what's going on and it's just identifying or recognizing it and then supporting the person accordingly <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this. I have. I have. I'm going to find time again to go through the questions and honestly ask myself. And maybe, um, like I mentioned before, go through it with another friend of mine, another member of the community or in a group. Uh, we do have um, our upcoming events. Uh, if you look on the Telegram channel, there's a flyer there. I think it's on the 25th of September. Yeah, so... Um, Again, I will be mentioning it as we go along. And yeah, just um, we might go, go through it on the day. You never know. <laughs> so, but thank you so much for listening. And um, well done, Breadcrumbs 
training community for you know listening to all the podcasts and commenting and really being part of this family so thank you very very much really kind of you and again my name is Noye uh, from breadcrumbs training community thank you thank you very much take care bye